saying? That nigga did it how I always wanted to do it, and I'll never be able to do it like that. Bro, you're not gonna believe this shit. You're not gonna believe this shit. Hot take done gone live. So if you see this on your YouTube right now, bro, hop on, bro. Hop on, hop on, hop on the goddamn you did. You know what I'm talking about? You know what I'm doing the thing. You know what I'm talking about? The shit. Motherfuckers have discovered a new way to record. Ooh. <laughs> a new way to record. Hot takes back. Season eight. That's right. And I brought some friends with me. And I brought some people with me, whatever. So it's about to get really real in here, okay? It's about to get mad real, okay? Mad exclusive, okay? It's the same format, same thing. Yo! Welcome to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. Welcome to the Hot Take Wrestling Podcast. Once again, baby. Okay? Once again, we back, okay? Back again, baby, okay? All right? All right, now you already know what it is now, okay? Now you know who I am already. I'm Joe Field on third, okay? Joe Field on great. I'm just out here trying to live, you know what I'm saying? I'm just out here trying to do my thing. That's it, you know what I'm saying? That's it. That's all I want to do. You know what I'm saying? Let them know. Let them know what it is, all right? We're just trying to do this thing, get this thing going, get it back going. You feel what I'm saying? You feel Hey, man, I got my compadres in the go. I got them all with me, you know, doing about that out here doing the thing and everything else. I got my man's in there, my homeboy, my brother, clutch daddy, if you will, the goat, the highest in the room, the one that has all these high takes, if you will. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce you to the high takes king, king of the black robe, AKA ill will. Put your hands together, the king of the black robe, ill will. So, yes. Ladies and gentlemen, yes. I am excited, but I'm always real calm. The reason for that, because all day long, all night long, you gonna catch these vibes. You hear me? And it starts today. This is a new day. I'm excited. We live. We live, baby. Yeah. We live, baby. We live. What you gonna do? And now Hold on, I gotta get my other brother. Yeah, we we back. I, I gotta get my other brother in the mix. Now y'all held it down for uh, me with uh, you know one of my own boys, uh, KG. Keep your head up, boy. Appreciate you. Also, uh, no chill with Phil. Keep your head up, boy. We with you and everything else. But I gotta call out my brother. No other. The old one, the great one, the wise one. Big Oost. Lost member of the bloodline. Big Oost, if you will. Okay? He's a real one. Ladies and gentlemen, this old man Logan, ladies and gentlemen. Greetings and salutations. That's good, people. Hey, man, I, I gotta say, man, the stream yard is legit. How do you get excited for your own shit? Like, <laughs> hey, lockdown was official. It was just like, yo, this is dope. Look, bro, this this shit legit. This shit, this shit is beautiful. You hear me? This shit, this shit is awesome. Okay, now I'm glad we in this motherfucker because you know we got shit to talk about. Whatever. I've been arguing with old man Logan all week about a couple things. But that's all right. It's just kind of what we do, man. At this point, you know, when we talking about wrestling, you know, I, I have my hot takes. You have yours. Clutch Daddy has his. You know what I mean? So it's just what makes us hot take wrestling. But me and Joe definitely have been going back and forth. We've been really going back and forth since um, the podcast appearance we was on. Uh, what, when was that? Last month? Last month, yeah. So shout out to those brothers. I can't remember the name of the podcast at the moment. Joe, if you know it, please. Color Commentary. 
Color, color commentary. Shout the color yeah. commentary. Boy, we had a ball on color commentary. Bro, it was legit. We loved it. We love being like in that type of vibe. That type of vibe with fellow wrestling fans and all those things, bro. Those are beautiful things. Right. And this and that was supposed to have been a moment of unity for myself and Joe. But right. even there, I bring that up because we had opposing views that day. As I said, yeah, and I quote, I'm not a hundred percent convinced of Kenny Omega being the GOAT that everybody thinks he is. Joe, on the other hand, was trying to bash him and just Hold, wait, first Tony of all, Rose you're not gonna speed down. past that. Like you didn't just say what you just said. Wait a minute, wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, first Tell of all, you you're not right. going to speed past that. Like, you didn't just say what you just said. Wait a minute. I said what I said, Kevin. I said what I said. You can elaborate on all you want, but it's it doesn't, like, it's not. Let's not do this. Let's 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 start it off right, okay? Let's kick things off in the right manner and get things in the right manner set properly, okay? Because what you just said, one is blasphemous. It's definitely not. It is do we want to put this to bed? And, and Clutch Daddy, I have an even more hot take. I mean, I think you saw it in the group earlier, but I, I got something further to elaborate on in this all new episode, as that was something of the past. Mm-hmm. I don't like any so, of this. So, do you want to get in, right into that? Or, I, no, I know, no, you know, I don't like. Listen, it's WrestleMania season. We gonna get right okay. to it. It's WrestleMania season. I put the hood up because I'm 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 not doing this with you right now. I'm not gonna <laughs> listen to what you have to say. And matter of fact, this is the sign that we used to play the old hot tech. We're gonna still keep it, okay? You need to leave. Yeah, we're not okay with that. We're not that's okay with that. Special. Yeah, we're not, that's not hot take special. We're not okay with your take, sir. Okay. How, how often are my takes wrong? Okay, I'll give you that. They're you know they're they're pretty fine. They're pretty legit for the most part. But I'm not okay with these takes, bro. I'm not. All right. Now you know me. Clutch Daddy, Kenny Omega fans. But I digress from that to go to this argument between me and Old Man Logan. Old Man Logan's thought process with, I guess, with Logan Paul, my fellow Logan, I guess. Logan's got to stick together. Okay. I call, yep, go ahead. It's, it, it's to me, is blasphemous because. I obviously have my reasons and my concerns about it, mm-hmm. but okay, this, this is how I feel about it. This is a Derrick Rose aspect of Logan Paul's career. Paul. <laughs> where he's getting everything way too early, way too fast, and we're crowning him at a level where he really hasn't shown what he can do, because barring injuries, he's going to have a similar career as the way Derrick Rose's career has had. Now, don't get me wrong. Derrick Rose has a great basketball career, so I'm not going to be the one to be like, oh, Derrick Rose had that good man. No. But the trajectory from where he was versus where he is now is vastly different. For example, I think Derrick Rose almost beat uh, the Miami Heat in the Eastern Conference Finals by himself. Just close to beating him by himself. They lost in six. Mm. But he could have beat him by himself. That Derrick Rose now wouldn't have been able to handle that type of thing because that Derrick Rose was different. Logan Paul right now is a very good wrestler and has does great promo work, but he knows the business because, one, Logan Paul was a wrestling fan. Two, Logan Paul actually wrestled, wrestled high school and college 
And three, he's an athletic freak. Get the train all day. Of course he's going to be good at this. Why wouldn't he be or whatever? But to say that he's like up there with the top tier where he's like, I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, old man Logan, where, he, where he's saying that like, you know, he's able to do certain things that compete with other like wrestlers where like, that's why he's with Seth. That's why he's Roman. That's why he's with the Miz. He's like, no, he Logan Paul. He got like a million followers. Why wouldn't you put him up there? It's just like with Bad Buddy. Everybody don't need to be out there with the wrestling, but Bad Buddy can wrestle somewhat, so we'll give it to him. It doesn't matter. That's it. You done? Yes. All right. For now. now. You didn't put words in my mouth, okay? And I want to make something clear to our listeners. It wasn't like I was just saying, give Logan Paul the WWE Undisputed Championship right here, right now. I wasn't saying that. What I said is that, and this is coming from somebody who initially couldn't stand the Paul brothers, Jake or Logan. I couldn't stand them best. But as time has gone on, I'm also subscribed to this podcast. I kind of like Logan. I'm not going to front. I kind of like the guy. He's earned my respect. I didn't think he dare should have even thought about crossing into the square circle with Roman Reigns, let alone when he crossed the ring with, with, with Miz. But he did. And he did it in great fashion. He exceeded expectations. Like, unanimously. He exceeded expectations. And what I said simply was that Logan Paul has the trajectory, okay, out of everyone we've seen that wanted to come and cross over into wrestling, Yoronda Rousley's. Uh, um, what was the guy's name? He was a one and done. Uh, uh, Cain Velasquez. Um <laughs> Terrible looking to you. Know um, uh, who else? Who, who's somebody else? I mean, Kevin Fedline even had a match. <laughs> but um, there's somebody you missing, but I'm gonna wait until I I got I got to try. I'm trying to remember, you know, if I'm, if I'm missing anybody else, to really to make this point. But he has the oh, McAfee. Drew Ma- yep, Pat McAfee. Pat McAfee. But you can't include him with those people, so that's why I was like, no, no, exactly. And and, and right, Pat, right. Pat Pat again is someone. Who much like Logan has and Bad Bunny? Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny. Nobody expected Bad Bunny to have a, a decent match. He did. He did. He exceeded expectations again. But I'm gonna give it to Logan Paul to be someone if he truly decides to dedicate himself to professional wrestling for real, for real. Not only could he be a champion in WWE, I also think. Big TK over there in Florida throw him some bread too. And if he decides to go there. And guess what? He'll touch a title over there too. Drink wine. <laughs> this is my issue with that whole thing. Hold on, wait, wait. You gotta let your boy come clutch daddy, you know, respond. Because he definitely brought a, a valid person to the scenario and argument, and that was Pat McAfee. Absolutely, and I thought about Pat McAfee based on the way that Logan Paul's been getting booked since, you know, his first match with The Miz. First match with The Miz, well, first thing we say, okay, this is the best wrestler we've seen since Bad Bunny. Then his match against Roman, which we, like like you said, we thought he just should not be in the ring with him. That match happened, he's the best wrestler since Bad Bunny. True. The main reason that that comparison is being made the way that it is is because if you really look at the way that logan paul's been booked 
he's actually being booked the exact same way Pat McAfee has been, but Pat's been doing it from the NXT standpoint. Like they've been NXT booking Pat in matches with wrestlers that they would think he should be in the ring with. His first match was uh he was what he fight Adam, Adam Cole. Yeah. You you go Pat McAfee the punter the announcer dude Adam Cole. Same thing. Yeah, who at that time, who at that time was right? what? John Michaels. Yeah. That's he was in a War Games match. Yeah. You know, like Pat, Pat put some work in. People wanted to see Pat. Pat fought Baron Corbin at WrestleMania or something, didn't he? Yeah. Bum ass. Something, yeah. but I know he had a big match with Baron Corbin, like. Uh, a punter, a punter announcer guy who's retired, mind you. Yeah, a podcaster. We got in there. He's he's the same as Logan Paul, but Logan's more. His fame is different based on his internet stuff and you know the boxing thing right now. With him having that spotlight on him, him wrestling is actually crazy. So that's why they want to give him big money matches. This is how you go from a Miz to a roman reigns the guy in the company then you get at wrestlemania against seth rollins who last year was going against the guy facing roman reigns for the belt this year that's a big deal that should not be overlooked you don't just get that spot just because of your fame i mean he showed he showed enough to say he could be in this position i think what probably solidified it was the whole spot as a royal rumble with ricochet First of all, I gotta admit, who saw that coming? Um, not I, not I. I'll be the first. He, he met he met him in the middle. Yes, I watched that a few times. Like they literally collided, 50-50 smack fall, and then I kind of had to go. What was y'all smoking? Because why did you like spring at each other? What were you trying to prove? Neo or Mr. Smith, man. Agent Smith, excuse me. <laughs> but, that's, that's, but that's why I I, I I had that argument with, with, with Joe, you know, because mm-hmm. Logan Paul, and, and, and remember, this is the Royal Rumble this thing took place at, right? Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to Big E. It was two men slapping meat in the middle of the ring. But, um, and and that was the spot everybody was talking about just as much as cody winning the men's royal rumble like that was one of the high points and it also set up what we're getting ready to see now which is seth freaking rollins versus logan paul and for wwe to be giving and i'll go here go hot take right here that match is going to happen night two what logan paul versus seth rollins well yeah but like but like I agree. I, I agree with all you guys make valid points, but would it be more surprising if he was bad at this versus him being good at it? No. Yeah. Not to who, me. Was, who was who was betting on him being good as good at it as he is though? Not nobody. But that's but that's my thing. Like, okay, the reason why the successful celebrities that are able to do this are successful is because they're what? In ring, they're athletic. Mm-hmm. Even a male. Bad Bunny, Pat McAfee, Logan Paul. What do they all have for in common? They're all in great shape and they're athletic. Lawrence T- Lawrence Taylor was a wrestler at WrestleMania at one point or whatever and was out of shape. 
and it was bad. We keep forgetting Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey is the exception to that rule because Ronda Rousey, Ronda, Ronda Rousey is it? No offense. Ronda Rousey isn't athletic enough to be a wrestler. She's past her prime in the UFC, and she was past her prime when she got into the ring. She had the again, and, I, and this was always my argument with Logan, because she had great pieces around her. It made her seem as if she was going to be great. When you got Triple H in the ring, who can take a bump like nobody's business, when you're around Kurt Angle for a little while, and Stephanie McMahon knows the business for a while, that looks awesome. Logan Paul's had the Miz, Roman Reigns, and now Seth Rollins. All amazing in-ring performance. All of them. All of them. I'm not saying Logan Paul's like Ronda Rousey. Don't get me wrong. I'm saying it would surprise me worse if someone who wrestled who trained for boxing, who was actually young and athletic, was terrible at this. That was surprising more than him being good at it. He's supposed to be good at it. He's supposed to be. You're supposed to be, bro. You like you're 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 geared and built for this. You've already been inside of a ring before. You're super athletic. You wrestled in high school through college, whatever. Most of your time was through that. If you were terrible at this, that would blow my mind. For example, Ronda Rousey is a terrible wrestler. She's terrible in ring. And she does judo. Make it make sense. Make it make sense for me. She is terrible. She Hot garbage, juice, garbage. Ronda Rousey is terrible in ring. She had a bad match with Shotzi Blackheart. How many, about how many bad matches... How many bad matches has Sassy Blackheart had? Let's really, let's really, let's really think about it. Let's really think Wait about it. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You're not wrong, and I'm glad you said it, because it's a reason I said it. Think about this. It's probably never been said about her, and it happens. I think this is probably. It has to be. Ronda Rousey probably peaked faster than anybody in wrestling history. There's a hot take. That's a hot take. That's a hot I take. I completely agree, though. That's a hot take. Because yeah. you know how when you were making those examples, you're using, like, how when she was in the ring with Triple H and how he bumped for her and then some of her other matches. Like, it was an era, like, when she fought the Charlottes and those people where she was putting on good matches and using her skill set much better than she did after her return. We the, the Ronda you talking about returns at the Rumble Ronda that just pissed everybody off. That that's a whole different Ronda from the one who was suplexing Triple H and putting on classes with Charlotte and and um, Becky Lynch and all that. Like that's a different. There are two different wrestlers. Right. One might have one a higher ranking on two K and the other might have a much lower one. There are two different people. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But that the reason was, that was it feels that way because it happened so fast. Ronda hasn't wrestled like a solid five straight years or a, a long career at all. Like she was here, she did what she did, she left, came back, and it was gone when she got back. Like it was like whatever juice she drank, like she ran out and said, I'm gonna try it the natural way. Like, you know, trying to be on steroids and then play the same sport without them. It was some shit like that. Nah, I don't think I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just what you're saying like, is 
she ran out of the purple herb. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. Because I, I feel like wrestling wrestling is a tango. Like you gotta have a good partner to really be great at it or gotta make great partners. I think the thing about Charlotte and Becky and Bailey and Mercedes Bernardo now, not no longer Sasha Banks, they, they're able to make great partners. Like Bianca Belair is Bianca Belair became a great partner because she, a great in-ring performer because she was able to be around great partners and then also be able to create them. Like I really think that a decent match that could happen with Bianca Belair was with anybody because I think she's so good at what she does. I think she's really good at what she does at that point away. Now I'm not saying that she can wrestle with anybody and make them look great. You know, there's some there's some problems. But I'm saying like you know there's there's some aspects of it where like if you're such a great dance partner that you're able to do a lot more. Hell, fucking uh. Liv, Liv Morgan's not that bad anymore. Like, she's not terrible. Okay. She's worked her graph. Like, yeah, but yeah, she's worked hard, you know, but, you know, she's not terrible. Same way a lot of people kind of, you know, said that about Naomi. Naomi, you know, wasn't great when she was a Funkadactyl, and she obviously got in the gym and worked with her hubby, and, and you know, hubby, you know, got it right in terms of being in that ring. But she had to want to put the work in, and it was obvious she wanted to put the work in, much like Liv, who's gotten progressively better. Right, but if I'm if I'm Ronda Rousey, I'm looking her to if I'm if I'm Ronda Rousey, I'm like, look me like Brock. Look me just like him. Make me the female Brock. I will do like I'll have a four four move set. Judo flip, punches, little weird shoulder thing that happens, and an arm bar. Boom, and I'm done. Don't don't have me out here doing uh DD uh DDTs off the top off the rope. Uh, get, getting caught with weird bumps that I can't take. No, she got to the Piper's Pit. The Piper's Pit, all that shit. Yeah, she got to do that shit. That quick ass. That quick ass, whatever the fuck that is. Yeah, it's like an angle slam, but not an angle. Yeah, it's like an angle slam and an F5 put together, but it's not done well. I, I, I despise the way that she wrestles. I just do. I despise it. Like, I'm not a fan I, of the way. I think... I think WWE knew they were on borrowed time with Ronda Rousey, so they did what they did to solidify her right quick. Throw the title on her because she was a popular name, you know, outside of the rest of the world, and she was somebody that could draw casual fans, which is something that you know Mick Vince has had a hard on for forever. Um, and they just utilized in that capacity while he was at the helm. Um, since then, we haven't saw her. Uh, I, I thought that, and I actually wanted her them to pair her with Shayna uh, Baszler and had them run the tag team division kind of crazy. I thought that would have been cool because you would have been propelling Shayna because Shayna hasn't really been where she should be in terms of the women division since she's gone to the main roster. Like NXT, was, she was her, you know what I'm saying? And she got to the main roster. They, got, they gave her that little silly push where she bit – Becky and was blood everywhere and you haven't seen her since that debacle. Like she's just been a Joe Bear extraordinaire. And that's the problem. Like when NXT when she was there was like, why not like really embrace the fact of how good she really is and like how like great she is. And I think the more that we see that and the more that we actually go through all of those aspects of how great she really is, it just confirms more that like there's so much more that they could be doing with her. Shayna Baszler needs to be pushed in some shape, fashion, or form because she's too good in the ring to be able to do it. Out of the ring or whatever, she's decent on the mic or whatever, 
but it's just a vastly different aspect of what actually goes on with all these things with uh, WWE. Like, I was watching a match with who was it? Chad Gable and Ricochet last night, and I was like, this match is going so slow. Why are they slowing it down? It's a great match, though. It was a great match, but I felt like they were dumbing it down for everybody else, and I was like, oh, yeah. It's okay. Not bad. For me, it was a pay-per-view caliber match. I mean, I, I we obviously were watching the same match because you agreed that it was a great match, but yeah. they did have some points where they slowed down. I thought when Ricochet fell on his hip, that may have caused it because he may have legit been a little banged up from that that uh from that top rope. But um, you know, St. Louis I liked it, so hey. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine with me. Yeah. Let's let's get to let's get to uh let's get to WrestleMania, man. Let's talk about some WrestleMania, bro. Let's go over the greatest season wrestling. Period. WrestleMania. I don't care what anybody says. That ain't that No. No. Wrestle freaking mania, ladies and gentlemen. Let's go over that right now as we speak. Does anybody have night one pulled up? Anybody? Not yet. I can pull. Well, have we got the official? Because I think they're still kind of developing the cards. Yeah, they're still developing right now. I still develop the cards. I want someone to give me a hot take for WrestleMania. Like, give me some real scathing take from WrestleMania that you just think is going to happen. Let me start. I've been sitting on these. First of all, Roman's going to retain. He's going to retain. He's going to retain. You need to leave. Oh, no, 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 I don't. I'm say right here. And I'm standing on that because... Do you realize how close he is to a thousand days with the universal title? He's right there. It's unfortunate that though that number is by Cody's actual shot. But that'll make it sweeter. He's gonna beat him. It's it's gonna be a good match though. Like he's gonna give like the same quality of match he did with um Seth last year or this year with Roman. But he's gonna do it again. Um, I think I don't know if that's even really predictable. Like before, like, do, does anybody see the Usos retaining? No. Okay, so I got two scenarios here when it comes to that, because as we all know. I, I kind of I touched on that earlier. I was like, yo, the closer we get into it, like I was for sure thinking it was gonna be Cody, but the closer it progresses, I'm like, yeah, they're not taking this over Roman. This is not the, the time. Now, will Cody be the one to probably eventually dethrone him? Yeah. But much like Will just pointed out, you know, plus daddy, hey, he close to that thousand days. Mm-hmm. I do it before he get it for a thousand days. And I got to say this real quick. The reason that I went from that match and then immediately made a question about the tag title match, I feel like they're going to give Sammy and KO the win so that Sammy can have that moment in WrestleMania for the momentum that he's built up with his part in the Bloodline story and everything that happened after that, just to kind of cushion the blow of Cody not winning because he's not going to be Not this close to a 1,000. I'm glad you said that because I have Joe wanted a hot take. I think I got a hot take here. 
And this is why I think the Usos could retain. What if this is all just Sammy's big test? That would piss me off. Sammy turns on KO again. Usos retain. Night two. What happened? Cody getting ready to, to, to do the big one. He finna get ready to dethrone the tribal chief. Who comes out there? Sammy Uso. And helps the tribal chief retain. And he officially becomes part of the bloodline. Big celebration. Rikishi and everybody. WrestleMania. The, 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 the Monday Night Raw. If you smell, that'll be crazy. I'm sorry. That'll be crazy. I'm sorry. I feel good into that. And, 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 you know, and the reason I feel like this is because I don't know if y'all been peeping this. I'm sure you have. We got a brand split, right? But we're seeing a lot of cross brand taking place on Raw and SmackDown. Real last night was one of the examples of that. Mm-hmm. You know, rivalries can take place. KO's on Raw, technically. But who's to say KO and Sammy can't have a rivalry going back and forth on both shows? Who's to say Cody and, and Roman's feud can't continue, you know, after Mania? You know, um it's gonna be a program. I really feel like well, clutch daddy, I'm in agreement with you, bro. Like, I think the tribal chief is retaining, and I'm not just saying it because I'm a big Roman mark, but I really feel like this this just isn't the time. And I, I love that Cody came back. I've loved him since he's been back in the WWE ring. You know, everything he stood for. And I hate that I feel this way because while I do want to see if somebody else can take up the mantle and be as entertaining as Roman has been a champion, I just don't know if Cody is the guy to, to be the one to lead into the next you know what i mean because if roman loses yeah we're gonna lose him for we're not gonna see roman maybe until SummerSlam. let me let me let me get on my hot take kenny soapbox how many faces are there on raw and smackdown that can take down heel roman i'll answer that question for you so you have to think through slim to none you know run a program with cody not gonna lose at WrestleMania. They'll still get to a thousand. Cody will probably take it off of him either SummerSlam, maybe even Money in the Bank, maybe even Backlash because Cody's mother is Cuban, and for some reason that might correlate with WWE <laughs> Puerto Rico. Doesn't make sense to me at all. Was WWE? No real way, John. What will then happen is, is the Usos will lose their titles, potentially, WrestleMania. I would be, I would be flabbergasted, flabbergasted if the Usos retain clean. I'll be fab flabbergasted if they retain clean. There's no way. There's no way. It's too, like, like the match, the match season has, hasn't even been built up for like a week. Fans are clamoring for, for Sammy and Kevin Owens to win a title the tag team titles or whatever and see what they can do with them and go from there. I'd be flabbergasted. Now, if they run a program, I like that program where, like, they do, like, a best two three falls match. But I'll be, like, just beautiful wrestling. Um, here's my thought as a hot take. 
Huh. Uh, I think that Roman does a Triple H with DX. Where DX was like, I don't want anybody in my corner. I don't need anybody in my corner. Fuck this bloodline shit. It's me, Paul Heyman, you motherfuckers go figure it out. He might just make the Triple H move and do it that way or whatever, go on his own. And then we might get a new, vastly new character of like what Roman actually is. Like Roman might be like Samoan Triple H 2.0. Maybe. I don't know. I Ooh, think he's been all along. Yeah. I think the Usos, I, there's, there's no, they can't retain, bro. They cannot retain. They cannot. If they retain and there's no program to follow up after, it is a wasted effort of creating more faces in the company. KO is over right now. So is Sammy. You got to push them to the fucking moon now. Because what happens is, is if Cody wins that title at Backlash or SummerSlam, who's he going to face? What's to happen? Someone brought an interesting perspective is that Roman has never beaten Seth Rollins. Never. In a pay-per-view match. He's never beaten Seth Rollins in a pay-per-view match. What if this is all of a sudden for Seth to take the title at SummerSlam? Because he's he's white hot too. And part of the reason why Logan Paul is hot right now. Look at you, old man Logan. Look at you. Look at you when I say that. Look at you when I say that. Seth Rollins is the reason why Logan Paul is hot right now. This is Let's get that out. Let's get that out the way right now. He wasn't hot already. No, he wasn't. No, no. Come on. That, that Are match you serious right now. The match with the Miz was cool, and then he had a Roman match in Saudi Arabia. But the no momentum from the Roman match has carried to Logan Paul attacking Seth Rollins at Royal Rumble. When he attacked him, that cemented that cemented the start of the feud. Listen, he was riding the momentum of the Royal Rumble. This match makes sense. No, listen, but this match- is also a lot. This is y'all actually both right. Yeah, because of Seth's position, it's, it's like shit. it's good that he's facing him. Yeah, but and I'll go a step further to say WWE giving Logan Paul yet again another opportunity with another premier talent shows the faith that they actually have in this guy's ability because. I'm not putting him in the ring with Roman or with Seth if I don't think he can't hang with him. But what if well, they can blow them blow him up easily on the stamina side, especially Seth? The way Seth is gonna work out. What is he gonna do with somebody stiff like Braun? Omas. Bobby Lashley. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that's my like he's had great people to go against, bro. Like, okay, all right, here we go. Here who, we go. Who, who, who you referencing, Seth? No, 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 no. Uh, You're talking Logan. about Logan. Logan, Logan, Logan. I'm, I'm saying. Adam, you just named the only one that's realistic and ever really having possibly a match with Logan Paul is Bobby Lashley, and Bobby Lashley is more is is still agile. He plays the stiff role because he has to. But look how he does the spear. He shows you how agile he is. He he really was in his bag in, in impact. If we want to be honest, that was the best version of Bobby Lashley. That's the best version of Bobby Lashley. I agree with you. That's the best version of Bobby Lashley in, in all, of all the Lashley's. That's the best version of Bobby Lashley. I'm saying that because Logan Paul's had great partners, he has the Batista effect, where you are thinking he's bigger than what he actually is. Mm-hmm. I mean, and I, I won't refute that. You might be right. You might be on to something with that. 
uh, because they, as they always, you know, y'all know, and I know, like they say, you know, you're only as good as your, your dance partner yeah. when it comes to wrestling. I think because don't get me wrong when I say that. Well, I'm not, I'm not bashing Batista. So when I say that, I'm not bashing Batista and Bashing Twin. I am, however, saying the following: Logan Paul benefits from having great dance partners to go with or to go against with. Like that's just those are facts. But that's what it is with wrestling. Like, I do I think like. Forgive me if I'm wrong. Logan Paul versus Ricochet will be fire. Logan Paul versus AJ Styles will be fire. Logan Paul versus Chad Gale will be fire. You would hate a match with Logan Paul versus um fucking buddy name. Shit, fucking buddy name. Chad Gale cool. would uh Tucky. Not, not Tucky, uh fucking <laughs> shit. Fuck is this nigga name, man? This fat motherfucker. Dude. Otis? Otis! Yeah. Oh. Or obese right now. Obese, obese, o obese, obese. I couldn't get out for nothing, bro. I apologize. I apologize, y'all. Um, I don't, but I don't think that's like I think it's feasible for him to be like, yo, like, yeah, these matches are good because you got great dance partners. Now, after that, though, I think that Logan Paul would cement himself as a legacy of being someone great. Yeah, but he had to he had to wrestle somebody that's been terrible. Oh, another quick hot take for WrestleMania. I think Dominic is overrated. Great heel, great heel, but entering, I think Dominic is very overrated. Oh, we got one here. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, now I know Clutch Dad had been sitting on some fire over there, so you go ahead. I, I have it. too. I got to get this off my chest because <laughs> let me tell you, first of all, before I go there, about young poppy Dominic Maestrio. I love this dude, first of all. Ex condom, that's my boy. Don't ever, don't ever, I'm gonna go there. That's my boy. I'm gonna put a pin on that because this hot take that I'm about to hit everybody with, I'm challenging the whole internet wrestling community, everybody that's watching, because I'm gonna pull y'all card about something. As of last year, WrestleMania, looking into this year's WrestleMania, mm -hmm. Roman Reigns in the main event. We all unanimously had one person in mind, one match in mind, scenario-wise, from the Royal Rumble to that match at last year's WrestleMania, even after Cody debuted or re-debuted. You know what I'm trying to say. Right, right. So how are everybody so confident that Cody is supposed to take this belt from Roman to where saying Roman would win is a hot take at all? Make that make sense for me, please. Mm. I'll wait. Mm. Hell, I'll take it a step further. For everybody to be so confident in Cody, he just was out from ring action for how long? That'd be like six months, six, six months. nine months. Any momentum you could use to make this make sense was gone with his absence. Make, I mean, come on, man. Somehow, in everybody's mind collectively, the dude with both the belts with the rain is the underdog to the guy who had like four matches in the like a year. He hasn't wrestled since like Raw. Okay. No, he's been having more lately. Right. But he had like every match he had against Seth Rollins until he came back from the Rumble. And now he's on TV now. And everyone's like, he's going to do it. He, he's definitely going to do it. 
where the guy is the underdog. That don't even make I don't think that makes sense. When everybody was just on this bandwagon up until January that the rock was going to be this same person. I but I'll go on record and I think I am on record saying I didn't think Rock would beat him. I did at least I said I didn't want Rock to be the guy. Like I don't want Rock to be I kind of said it too. Like I would want Rock to put Roman over. And yeah, if he like, for some reason did beat him, I want him to split the belts up and go away. Exactly. That would be the only reason I would be okay with him beating him. Outside of splitting the titles and giving SmackDown its champion and, and Raw its champion. I wouldn't want because to me it takes away same way when he was the guy to beat CM Punk when CM Punk was champion. Right. I it takes away from your roster that you have that's active there and in, in that moment. It takes a guy that was retired for X amount of years to come back and stop CM Punk. No. So I damn sure don't want a guy who's been retired even longer now. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how good shape he is, he's not in ring shape. He's going to be the guy to come and beat arguably the most dominant champion we've seen in the last five to 10 years on WWE television. No. And I, and we all grew up loving the rock, but no, sorry. I wasn't here for that. Hey, real, 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 real quick. And I know we're in the midst of like WrestleMania season and like the John Cena WWE 2K23, which is an awesome game, by the way. I am going to go purchase it when I get a chance. Oh, you pur- I was going to say you purchased it already. I'm, I'm going to make a way to go purchase it right fast, whatever, at that point. Um, I, I do think that at this point, that with like a lot of the things that that are like into the actual um, means of like how it's set up and how things are set up, I don't want him to come back. I don't I don't want him back. I don't, I don't want him back in any shape, fashion, or form. I want him to stay in the XFL. I want to have those memories and cherish those memories because watching him go against John Cena, I will arguably say his CM Punk match was way better mm-hmm. than any match that he had with John Cena. I, I'm and and I, and I and I just like CM Punk for for valid reasons, but like for a lot of reasons, excuse me, a lot of reasons, not valid reasons. Excuse me. Um, but I think that match with CM Punk was way better. Like head and shoulders above any John Cena matches he's had. Hell, I'll even go as far as the Miz versus R Truth being a better match than those John Cena matches. Because, <laughs> because it because you can like he's they're you know they're they're both he's not like fluid, he's not fluid worker like he was when he was, was back in the day. And CM mm-hmm. Punk for the most part carried that match when it was absolutely him. yeah, and, and that's what made it better. Cena, though, on the other hand, he's the face. Rock's the anti-hero, but he's still the face. So now who's going to carry the match? Like it was just Cena right. doing the old Cena thing, headlock, oh, the shoulder clap. No. Yeah, great. Awesome. Fantastic. The, the CM Punk Rock match? Oh, barn burner. Barn burner. Beautiful. Cinematography at its finest. It was great, but... I, Mm-hmm. I don't want him to come back and face Roman and then have Roman carry the match. Um, I just don't want that, bro. And then plus, like, with Roman, bro, I, to me right now, Roman is off the mic, one of the best promo 
guys off the mic ever. Like when he's just like in the camera talking shit, that's the Roman that I want all the time, mm -hmm. every time. Because that guy is that that guy that guy that guy would talk to Sammy. Go to your home country, from your family, from your wife, and I'm gonna beat you. I'm gonna beat you down. I'm gonna take everything from you, and then you're gonna tell me where Jay is. After you tell me where Jay is, or whatever, no one's gonna want to hear from you. No one's gonna like that Roman. That Roman to me is the shit, bro. I fuck with that Roman, um, bro. It's and and for me. With the whole WWE goes Hollywood thing, this is where I would have probably pulled the trigger on Roman versus Cena too, just because it plays along with that theme. And I would have loved to seen this version of Roman on the mic versus Cena, how he was the last time he was in his bag, the last time they came up. I think that would have been great. I think that would have been great. Well, this would have been three. This would have been Roman, uh, Roman, Roman Cena three. Three, yeah. Think, this is what you know if they were gonna go with the whole returning you know thing that's who i would have chose personally would have been have been great to maybe see rock come to the ring with maybe cena and that's how you do that even though they had the whole rivalry thing or whatever sure that way he's somewhat still playing a role within this story but i as far as him being in the ring no maybe give a rock bottom to the usos uh, or, or, or solo sokoa and that's it. But being the guy that wrestled right now, no. Well, and we don't need that either. Like we don't need that specifically. Like we don't need we don't need that version. Like we don't we don't need the rock back. We, have we don't we don't need none of our old aging, you know, stars at this point. The the guys that they have on the roster right now, if they continue to build them, they're at a point now where they WrestleMania sold out. You know, it is sold out on the backs of its active roster. It didn't sell out on the rumor of a returning rock or a Stone Cold possibly having a man. It didn't sell out on none of that. It sold out on who's there. Yeah. You know, yeah. and that says a lot. Like, do I mind seeing the appearances at, at WrestleMania? Absolutely not. Yeah, come on out here, Stone Cold, drink some beer, stun somebody, and then and, and go back in the back. Yeah. Take a come jump on the bike right quick, you know, spin around the ring and come on back in the back. They've carried, you know what I'm saying? They've done what they've had to do for WWE. Let's let them, you know, bask in their glory in the sunset. Yeah. Roman and let Roman, Seth, and a couple other pieces carry things on. Um, I, I, I do think there's a point where we have to let people go and let them be able to dictate what they're doing. The company's in good hand, get good hands so long as Triple H is in charge of creating. Yeah. Um, I have a few gripes with it, what he's done thus far. Like, I just, I feel like Johnny Gargano's had to dumb down his style just to compete with other guys. Mm -hmm. And him losing, who did he lose to yesterday? He lost to Dominic, but it was a good match. It was a good match, but I just feel like he's like having to dumb his style down. And I know he's going to NXT and he's going to face Grayson Waller. And that's going to be like an epic right. match. Like, I think that's going to be epic. Same right. thing with uh, Braun versus Carmelo. That's going to be good. But I just hate the way it looks right now. Karrion Cross is one that grinds my gears because 
you would think on paper like he's just so fucking good in the way that he was in TNA and Impact. He was so good, but now we're just like, um, and then we, he never got to face Roman, which was weird too. Like he never. All this shit where Roman's time was up, but he never got to really face Roman. Like that shit was mm-hmm. like, that was unnecessary. Why do we even do that shit? But um, I just I don't think his time's not up because if you think about it, let, like let's let, let's 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 put it all in perspective. They're going overseas. Well, not technically overseas. They're going to Puerto Rico for backlash. Mm-hmm. Aren't they going to the O2 Arena for Money in the Bank? They definitely are. Which is before SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you need a big draw to do that. And who better than to have the number one heel in WWE, Roman Reigns, bro? You can't. He can't. He can't lose this. He cannot lose this match. And plus, like, okay, all right. Let's just say something happens where Cody like loses or Cody wins. Cody wins. It's not going to be a great cash in for anybody if Cody wins. Like, it's not. It'll be all right. Like, it'll be okay. Like, what? Like, Austin Theory's going to cash in on Cody Rhodes, and then that's mm-hmm. the exciting part of the... No! 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 Hell no. You go to the O2 Arena. You give... You, you either give it to Drew or Sheamus, probably Money in the Bank. Mm-hmm. You, let them, you let them have their, their flowers for a little bit. Roman goes off at the sunset, comes back SummerSlam, raises hell, raises havoc, and go from there. Boom. Simple spot, simple spot. Because there's there's nothing else you can do. Like this, you're you're pigeon toed. Like if if you think that Roman Reigns losing is going to make you money, it's not. It's just not. Yeah, it's it's, it's, and that's become glaringly, like even with last night, like because because Cody definitely got the best of him on the mic last night. Mm -hmm. It was a great promo between the two of them. but it's just the more things kind of play out in the way they've been showing Roman having this concern about losing the family, losing the bloodline. And I'm just kind of like, all right, well, man, how does he make his right-hand man happy? He saw the bond that grew between Sammy and Jay as a result of him allowing Sammy to be around and allowing Sammy to take part of the bloodline. So he responsible for that to a degree, right? Mm-hmm. So what better way to secure the family staying together than by getting Sammy back into the fold without everybody else not knowing? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think that's a it's a good way of looking at it. It's a good way of like viewing it. It's a good way of taking inventory over it. But the difference between like AEW Revolution with their main event versus like the WrestleMania main event or whatever is there's so many layers to this story mm-hmm. and it affects more than just the title situation. Like it's it's a ripple effect of it all. Don't get me wrong. I think MJF is probably the perfect heel. Like there's no there's no issues with it in ring, out of the ring, promo wise. Like MJF after the press conference or whatever is going to be a TikTok sound that people are going to use forever and ever because. He's just really fucking good with that mic. But the difference is, is like, Roman was just saying shit about Cody that was basic. Like, you run away. You get scared and you run the fuck away. That's what you do. And to a degree, that makes sense. But to another degree, there's someone, like, the wrestling fans are really intuitive about it. Like, he had one. 
so that's not affecting it. But like to the average fan, oh, I didn't, wasn't aware. I didn't right. remember. You know what I mean? Right. But if Roman loses, what happens to the bloodline when no one has titles? If Roman wins and the Usos lose, what happens to the Usos? If the Usos win and the Roman loses, what happens there? If Sola Sokoa um, plays a part and feels like under Roman he can't shine because of words from Cody and Roman wins, what happens there? Mm-hmm. Are you going to create the dynamic where it's like Triple H versus Batista and watch Sola Sokoa blossom into this great single star? I don't fucking know. But that's, that's the great thing about WWE. Like, everything has a tie or a stitch attached to it where you can't just pluck the stitch and doesn't affect something around it. Right. If the Usos and Roman win at this point, it builds them up as one of the strongest factions in WWE. So now all you need to happen is, is for something to break that or to crumble that. Okay, you have your anarchists, which are Sammy and KO, who don't give up. So they'll eventually take the titles and lose mm-hmm. Cody's over. But he has to get, like, Cody has to be brutally beaten up. Because we got to feel sorry for Cody almost a minute. It's got to be like the Gargano pole match. Where you feel sorry for Gargano, and then he finally wins it. Mm-hmm. Go that way. That's the only way it's going to go over if he loses. That's the only way. If Cody wins clean, are you going to bring Roman back now? Are you going to wait till SummerSlam to bring him back like he was last time? Give him that time off. That's well deserved. But if they all win, there's so many intervals to it. Now you got to figure out what's going to happen. Because the Viking Raiders need titles. They need titles to be relevant. They do. They need titles to be relevant. But and see, that's my thing, right? Like if the bloodline were gonna lose any goal, it would be the tag team championships to me. You know, uh, and that's not to discredit the Usos. The Usos have been on a hell of a run themselves. So, you know, them and Roman with the titles, you know, unison, it's it's been great. So I'm I'm not one of those detractors. You got a lot of people, oh, I'm sick of it, blah, blah, blah. No, the Usos have been a premier tag team since we had the copper belts and it was going back and forth between them uh uh new day and uh what was Seamus and cesaro's team name the the bar the bar you know uh so you can't never go wrong with the usos in that space but you know for me it's all about the forecasting and it's like all right who's next if the Usos do retain, like you said, you got the Viking Raiders, but let's be honest, are the Viking Raiders who we want to see KO and, and, and Sammy up against next? Do we want to see maybe a, 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 a heel version of the Street Profits? Maybe going up against that. Maybe that'll be entertaining. Um, I couldn't really tell. I mean, I, I'm not looking forward to any of the tag teams getting called up from NXT. Mm-hmm. Creed Brothers. Uh, I like the Creed Brothers. I like them. Not nothing against them. It's just, you know, I'm not clamoring for them to take a title from anybody, you know, no time soon, you know, or having a feud for that matter. Uh, 
I don't know if that's based off of the booking of everything where it's like, you know, like Trips loves tattoo wrestling. Yeah. But, you know, they only get so much time. And then with like the Street Profits, you got to break them up now. Montez Ford, um, shit. D'Angelo Hawkins, mm -hmm. they had barn burners with freaking uh, Austin Theory. Yeah, yeah. And D'Angelo, D'Angelo Hawkins match was better. Man. Yeah, so it was like, you have to break, like you have to break them up now. So that's not good. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So you can't keep them together. And you might want to consider pushing D'Angelo Hawkins to the moon at some point. Get him some, get him some promo stuff. Montez Ford is going to be okay. That's not, he can be a heel or a face. Mm -hmm. fine. He showed at the elimination chamber he can do anything. Yeah. Um, D'Angelo Hawkins is your surprise. Yeah. And then the New Day still got some left left in the tank. Big E returns Monday night after Wrestle after WrestleMania. So you, and and that's the other thing. So could Big E, if Cody doesn't, you know, dethrone the Travel Chief, could Big E be get be the guy, you know? To get back in space, like bro, you know what he'll do. He'll come back, make that gripe. He's like, I lost my title day one. I never got to get my rematch with anyone. I never got to do that. Whatever. I'm on a rematch. Mm -hmm. So as Roman starts celebrating, here comes Big E. She said, "You want to go big, huh?" There goes Big E. Yeah. You got Big E. You got AJ Styles. You got um. I wouldn't mind seeing Bobby Lashley and Roman go. Roman go at it again. Um, yep. You know, Braun is still, you know, looming. I know they kind of just keeping him kind of in the mid card right now, but that's inevitable if if Roman, you know, retains. Uh, you know, it versus it, it being Cody, and it's like how many heels? Like, because honestly, who's who would you say is number two in terms of the the top five heels in the company? Matter of fact, if you can, let's list number two through five outside of Roman. Heels? Yeah. Uh men, just the men, right? Yeah, just the men. Uh Finn Balor. Okay. Uh and that's your number two. Yeah. Yeah, because honestly, because honestly, if I think about it, everyone is I think I think if Randy Orton comes back, he's a tweener. Right. Um, I think that Chad Gable is a tweener. Because mm -hmm. he's kind of corny. Um, but like full on heel, Finn Balor, uh, Walter. Okay. Um shit. That's yeah. And Seth is a tweener, so he's not a full on heel. Miz is a Miz is a tweener because we appreciate Miz more now. Um, Finn Balor, Walter, Punishment Martinez. Okay. I really don't want to put him. I really, I think he's up there by default because of the group he's in. Yeah. So if we're just talking like I, don't know if I would really call him a heel. Like he's kind of in a tweener space too. Right. Dom Dom is in there, but again because of the space he's in. Mm -hmm. Tweener. It's totally because of the group. Yeah. Because of the group. You can make you can make the argument that the factions in WWE are the ones that are all the heels. 
and then everybody else is a face. You can make that argument. But if we're just saying like, okay, so if we're saying guys that can go in the ring, that can win the WWE Universal and Heavyweight Championship, that are actually great single competitors, it's just Finn and uh, Walter. That's really it. There's I'm trying to see what who I could add to your list just to try to round out the five. Because that's my thing. Whenever I look at these big matches like this, right? Because it's like, all right, Cody does win. Who's, uh, I mean, you know, Roman gets his rematch, but who's up after that? I like the Finn pick. You know what I'm saying? Uh, that's, a, that's a solid heel. He's a full-on heel. Right. Um, who, was your, who was your third, who was your second one? Walter. Walter. Another solid one. I And I even said that, uh, I, I, I felt some foreshadowing when it was Walter and, and, and Cody, the last two at the Rumble. Yeah. Uh, three. He's not, he hasn't been built up this way just yet. I think Karrion can get there. I don't know if I want to name him three, though. He would probably be five in this in this particular list I'm trying to come up with. Yeah, because you got to, I, I would say he's five because... You gotta have somebody else. Like if this, like this, this is the time where I wish Adam Cole didn't resign. Adam Cole, if Adam Cole was in like Raw or SmackDown, it's must see TV. Yeah, every time he's out there. Yeah. Um, um, so he let's just let's put Kerry in at five. I put Austin Theory at four. But even him, bro, like he's I, oh God. <laughs> yeah. He, let's put him at six then. He's like an honorable mention. He's just I, I put him that I put him at four though because he's an obvious heel and he's being put. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and he's you know he's winning his matches, blah blah blah. You know, so as far as being a viable, you know, threat, I guess you know somebody to, to a Cody to a, a babyface champion like Cody. That's why I put him there. So it's really just about thinking about who would be that third option, and it's really. I ain't no way to tell because you got some people that could be good. Like you said, Randy would be a good, uh, um, you know, heel, but he got to come back. He's coming back nine times out of ten as a face. You know what I mean? Because Riddle's gone. Yeah. You know, anybody down there, NXT could come up and be the third. Not really. If If you're making, if we're saying that Heal Bobby Lashley is somebody we're gonna go with. Or then you can put him on the list too. Yeah. Um, or maybe Heal Bray. Uh it's, it's somebody yeah. has to turn though for that that number three. Somebody has to turn because at this point you can't have you can't have certain competitors competing. Cause now they are in that stage where like tweeners are facing tweeners and Bad guys are facing bad guys, and that's okay. Mm-hmm. But I think at, at this point, for like your championship matches, unless you're going to the Attitude Era type ways where it's like both these guys are awesome, fuck it, let's just go with both these guys, then you got to figure out who's a face and who's a heel. Right. Because, if, because if Cody loses, who does Roman get next? Exactly. You can do Big E. That'll last you for a month. You can go back to Cody. You can do, uh, if you're turning Seth face after the Logan Paul thing because he's been getting so many cheers now and they fuck with him, you can do that. 
And that was an organic turn, too. That wasn't really like he was supposed to be in the heel, but the fans kept cheering him, you know, singing the song and stuff. So, yeah. And then same thing with uh, KO or Sammy. They're both faces now. Mm -hmm. So now you're you're in that space now where it's like, okay. Yeah. We got too many. Somebody's got to turn. So I think in that regard, then it would it would have to be Randy. Randy would have to be that third one. Randy would have to be the one to turn. Yep. And, and it would make the most sense for Randy to turn if Cody's the champion. Just he, with the different backstory, but in terms of legacy and all that good stuff. That writes itself. That writes itself. That writes itself. You know what I'm saying? There, there's, there's, no, there's no, there's no way that you can just sit there and be like, oh well, you know, we there's, we we don't know who we under Cody. Randy Orton, boom. That's money, Randy Self. Give them a year to, and give them a, give them six months to nine months to knock it out and make this a violent, violent thing. Do not make That's this, a yes, make this personal. Do, 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 do not do the whole Triple H goes to the house and then he beats up everybody in the house and then they have like a wrestling match. No, fuck you, get these motherfuckers. <laughs> Give this motherfucker hell to sell. Give them, give them. Hey, let's. Hey, Orton got to get busted open, bro. Pause. Orton got to get busted open. Real shit. Pause. But like, it's it's, it's you gotta do a blood feud. You can't do yeah, like Orton versus Rose, and it'd be like a wrestling match. What? And and one big who said that. Some of the elite might be making their way over to the E. Mm-hmm. So now if you do that, and we got Roman as champion, what's the match everybody wants to see? Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns. Mm. Automatically. You, you, you know how much money they were making from that shit? Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns? That that got crown jewel written all over it. <laughs> it has crown jewel written all over it. Ruined. It has crown jewel written all over it, bro. Ruined, ruined oh, by it. Ruined by it, bro. I, I think that's oh, touch on this real quick. Um I right, touched on AEW Revolution for a little bit, but I want to say something really quick. Every match in AEW Revolution that took place was a great wrestling match, and I appreciate that. My issue is, is that with AEW, there is no rhyme or reason for anything. Stuff just happens. For example, they had a promo with all four pillars, right? And they're all asking for a title match. And I feel like this might be a good setup for MJF to like have different matches at different pay-per-views or whatever, which is cool. But I feel like that it were, there was no rhyme, there was no reason, there was no reason for anybody to come out. There was no foreshadowing or anything of that nature. It was just put together and pieced together. Right. It was, now here goes my issue. Tony Khan needs to hire somebody from Impact, New Japan, or the E to dictate how these stories go. Why? Because those three companies know how to tell a story throughout. For example, the uh, Bubba Ray Dudley, sorry, the uh, Bully Ray Josh Alexander thing that lasted six months where Bully Ray was trying to change his ways and all of a sudden turn on Josh Alexander and they all, we all saw him coming. Um, mm -hmm. The story with the uh, 
Kenny Omega um, and Kota Ibushi, where they were like with the Golden Lovers. They fell out with the elite yeah. and they were that type of thing, that type of stuff. Um, but they but they do they do the same thing over and over again where there's like great fucking match, no fucking substance behind it whatsoever. Like the fact that Heyman Page and um, John Moxley were both busted open for no reason. Not necessarily. You can still be violent. Don't get me wrong. I'm. I look. I, listen. Someone being busted open is 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 not a problem. Pause. It's not a problem for me in any shape, fashion, or form. With you know, the cutting. Every, I get it. It's supposed to look violent. I'm cool with that. But at the same time, bro, come on, yo, like. They both bleed now. They both like in the same same thing with MJF and same thing with, with Brian Danielson. Like that, it, it didn't need it. It didn't need it. They were great matches. They were great yeah. fucking matches. And looking forward to their next. Like I didn't buy the video. I just watched the highlights. And I was like, that was probably a great fucking match. But I won't buy it because I'm not gonna get any of it at all. Like it's gonna be fucking great matches and great spots and fucking lost storylines and all type of confusing shit. So, I have, I have my gripes for Tony Khan because because that MJF Brian Danielson match lasted sixty five minutes, sixty five minutes, and it was mm. it was a great fucking match. Like it was a great fucking match. If you added two months worth of story to that match, masterpiece, their first masterpiece. Second masterpiece. Second, their second masterpiece. Their second masterpiece. With the whole Kenny Omega Hangman page, that was their first masterpiece. With this one, that'd be their second masterpiece. If you just add too much story, that's it. Too much good promos, too much of this good stuff. Not just MJF and Brian Nelson going back up and talking about I'm kick your ass. I'm kick your ass. Fuck you up. I'm fuck you up and beat your ass. And beat... No. Give me some layers to this. I used to watch you at uh, Ring of Honor. I looked up to you. You you never really fuck with me like that. I'm gonna show you how good I really fucking am. Um, I've seen you in the back or whatever, and you've competed with people like Punk. Punk's not even on my fucking level. You don't know what the fuck you're doing there. Give me some shit, bro. Give me some. Don't just be like I'm gonna kick your ass. I got a title shot. I'm gonna kick your ass. They've done away with the ranking system because the ranking system is shit. Yeah. So so like for example, Wardlow, Wardlow beat uh. Mojo faced what's uh powerhouse Hobbs next night. Powerhouse mm-hmm. Hobbs got help from the, the the trainer motherfucker that used to train with Cody. QT Marshall. Marshall, and he won the fucking TNT championship. Make it make sense, bro. These WCW ass stories, bro. Make this shit make sense. But, yeah. AEW is is in a space where I think it's it cemented itself as a very very viable alternative both for the talent and for fans mm-hmm. but it does need reeling in in terms of creating cohesion with storylines story angles story arcs etc you know uh the inmates have obviously you know controlled the the prison for you know, pretty much the, the entirety of the time has been an inception, but 
now it's time to dial it back some and you know really you know flesh aew out so it's uh a long-standing thing and it's not something that'll be gone five years from now yeah they're doing live show now too and i don't yeah. even know why they're doing that but it's okay um yeah. that's it bro our first live yeah show, i mean yeah, we got a we got a couple more weeks, you know. Uh we got well what, what one week, right? Before WrestleMania. Yeah, So yeah, by next week we can really do a rundown uh, uh of some of these matches, make some picks, uh, who we think gonna win, uh, what we looking forward to, all that good stuff. And you know, from there, you know, we'll be talking about the rest of what's happening in the world of wrestling. But this is what's happening in the world of wrestling right now because like you said at the beginning of this it's wrestlemania season you know what i mean so that's what we're supposed to do we're supposed to you know deliver the hot takes specifically about this right here you know for sure hey man i'm not even gonna hold you like this like this shit is some epic beautiful shit right now bro so like i'm i'm excited to be able to done this whatever listen those of you that don't know, we didn't broadcast this to let you guys know that we're going live. But I appreciate like four or five of you guys popping in the live. It means a lot to us. Now, next week, <laughs> going live, baby. Okay. Doing it all over again next week or whatever. Just see a bunch of stuff. We're going to go over the matches for the predictions, the AEW stuff, some other stuff from different uh, branches or whatever. And then we're going to start off with interviews. Mm bringing interviews back got a lot of stuff going on man okay we got a lot of things set up for y'all or whatever i hope you guys are excited I hope you guys are ready for such great things or whatever and such great things that are happening with make sure you follow us on all our socials follow us at hot take wrestling on the instagram page follow us on tiktok hot take wrestling twitter wrestling take to see us on the live at nmg tv man all right we're out here okay things are happening things are being shown all right mind right things about to happen right now but things about to change the whole trajectory of what hot take wrestling is is changing and i need you guys to get on board with that and be okay with that with that being said fuck tony khan <laughs> logan give us your catchphrase all right man we the ones and we want the swoop for listening to the hot take wrestling podcast hot take wrestling podcast is part of the nmg podcast network a division of nmg enterprises llc follow us on twitter at wrestling take follow us on instagram at hot take wrestling you can listen to the hot take wrestling podcast on any streaming platform of your choice